0: Hello and welcome to the Everything Publishing Podcast, brought to you by Self-Publishing Services, the industry leader in author services and in independent publishing. Today you're here with me, Danica Winters, and I am a publishers weekly, Nielsen BookScan, Walmart, Amazon, and Kobo bestselling author of over 20 novels. In addition to writing for divisions within HarperCollins, Simon and Schuster, and McMillan, I am also a successful hybrid author. I'm the owner and business director of Self Publishing Services, a business I'm extremely proud of. And I have to say, my greatest source of pride is our outstanding customer service and the desire to be, first and foremost, our author's advocates. If you have any questions, comments, or requests after listening to this podcast, please contact our company at Services at gmail.com or find us on social media at sp services or you can find me at Danica Winters.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Everything Publishing Podcast. You are here with me, Melanie Callahan, and me,
2: Claire Wood, and Danica Winters.
1: And I'm the marketing Director. Claire is the editing director, and Danica is the business Director of our business that uh, deals with all things self-publishing, although we have some experience in the traditional publishing world, ex- especially with our our good friend Danica, who has some exciting news to share.
2: Ah, so, um, I'm just gonna start by saying, never underestimate the power of social media. <laughs> um so, I have done a, a weird transition several times in my career now within traditional and self publishing. And first, you know, I'm going to start with the traditional route. And since we're talking on um, social media, my initial sale to HarperCollins actually came through Twitter in 24 hours. Um, I went from not having an agent. I was living at my mom's house between homes when we sold a home and were buying a home with small children um, and traveling to Texas and all these things um, with basically no promise for success into signing with one of the best agencies in the world and having sold my book to HarperCollins literally in seven days. And it was because of social media. Um, you know, I kind of after that happened. That was, I think, in 2015. I was like, oh, you know, I'm only off social media a little bit. Like, I I got tired of it. I got burned out by this social media craze. You know, and I think everybody does that. But <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't want everybody to see my personal life, and I don't want everybody to see my kids and my private world because you know, I think everything is so publicized now that it's encroaching, or encroaching. Yeah i gonna fix that. I like
1: that. It's, <laughs> a it's infringing and encroaching. And, you know, I'm
2: I'm a little bit tired, so but you guys will understand that in a, in a moment. But um, anyways, so I do a little bit of posting on Instagram. I take really cute little pictures of my world that I feel comfortable sharing, but not frequently. But you know, once a week or a t- couple times a week, I'll share stuff. um And I have these two books coming out. I had a book come out with Harper Collins, Harlequin Intrigue Line. Um in August. And then again, this month in September and I've done very, very well, but I didn't do a huge amount of promotion on social media, but I did a little. And from that, the day my book went live in August. No. Yeah. August. I'm trying to remember what day it is right now. Don't worry. That's (laughs) normal. Um, It was the very end of August. I got a message through Instagram Private messaging, and it was from a movie producer. And they said, Hey, we really want to pick up this project. It looks fantastic, and we'd like to make it into a film. I mean, the book had been out 12 hours. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I was like, This is a scam. That's my first impression, <laughs> right? Because I'm like, This doesn't happen. Like, you don't do that. Like, you go through my agent and you do the things that you have to do. Um, and no it was actually totally legitimate um the producer reached out through instagram then i put them in contact with my agents and worked through it that way but yeah so it, it and it ended up where because i do not own the rights to my intrigue line books um i ended up selling them myself published titles that i did own the rights to and we are making mm-hmm. one of my self published books which is called just like her it's a thriller into a film and I could is, not be more excited
1: so, so exciting and we're very excited and proud of you for well you know, thank you it's, well thank it's you fun.
2: but you know I, I talking about the reality of this I mean one of the things you just heard me say is I didn't own the rights yep yeah and that's it, it I have taught and taught and taught and I've talked till I've been blue in the face um, at conferences and on podcasts and everywhere else that I can. Like retain your rights. There's times yeah. where that's impossible. And, and going to Harper Collins in Harlequin, I knew that I would be selling them my rights, and I was grateful to do so. They're a fantastic company. Um, but I made sure that I had other things in my pockets for opportunities just like this. Did I know that they would happen? Absolutely not. Did I plan on them happening? Absolutely not. But I did hope and right. so I prepared my business plan for that
1: um, and I think that for people who are looking to make publishing an income stream for themselves that's a super critical thing to think about is that you yeah traditionally publishing there's some amazing benefits to that and definitely pursue it but there. are you know, there is this whole world of opportunity when you own your rights and can be completely flexible with it, because as we have been talking about, kind of as this has this opportunity has come up for you is that content is content. And if you own the rights to your content, you can decide or take the opportunities that come along to turn your concept into whatever content is going to be best consumed by your audience, right? So whether that is a digital book, whether that's a print book, whether that's a screenplay, whether that's an audio book, whether that's a Kindle Vela, you know, there are so many ways people are consuming content these days that having the flexibility and owning the copyright and being able to say, you know what, I have something that's going to work for this situation is super critical. And it it gives you a definite leg up.
2: Well, absolutely. And, you know, this there's so many conversations we could have right now. And and I think we're going to do a series of podcasts based on this because I am learning so much. This is a very different industry for me. I've been in publishing for, what, 15 years? Claire, mm-hmm. This is, how long have you been in this world?
3: Uh, more than I care to count. <laughs> um, We've been here a few years. So what I was going to say is it requires a great deal of flexibility. If you, that, And that's what Danica has a, a great deal of. She's able to look at the horizon, see what's coming, and adapt to it. As she mentioned in her plan, she had something ready to go. Should someone come along and say, I would like to do something with your book? Um, it re- also requires not just adaptability, but um, the ability to learn new things and not reject them. Um, I am, I would say that I am probably one of the people who says, I don't want to learn anymore right now, <laughs> um, because it can be so overwhelming. But to take it and to say, okay, I'm going to swallow this, I'm going to figure this out i'm going to do this is another huge skill that you have to have if you're going to pursue this route
2: yeah and you know i'd like to say that i'm so open to adaptability and flexibility and doing all the things but as i am entering this world um now we have optioned i can talk about it because we have signed contracts um they want me to be the screenwriter. They want me to write the script. And I'm like, this is not something that I have done before. And I am a firm believer that give the people that have the skill, the opportunities to do what they do really, really well. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to learn this skill. I want to be able to do this. Um, because this is, this is in my wheelhouse and this is something I can help with. And then there's things called pitch decks and I'm involved in that process. And, um, Because I own the rights, I actually kind of came at the optioning hard, and I had some major asks, and one of them was being a co-producer on this project, and they gave me that. So um, I get to be involved in all the things that I want to be involved in, which is just a huge opportunity and a gift. Um, But again that flexibility thing. And it hurts. It is hurting right now. That, tre- <laughs> that exhaustion and not getting my words out correctly. That's a product of this. And it's because now I have a book due, um, November 1st with Harlequin, which absolutely is going to happen. And a script that is due November 1st for a entire movie. Um,
3: Whoa!
2: yeah. And so I'm, you talk about, putting your ass in the seat I think my ass is going to grow like four sizes but it's going to get done you know I, and and that's part of that really devoting yourself to your craft and your passion and it's not I don't even feel like it's work like I, I, I know I'm working I know I'm working really really hard but I'm enjoying the process so much too and and one of the things that I I can say you know with this industry and I think all authors you guys will understand this is you get burned out you do um, it's mm-hmm. part of that and especially when you're dealing with rejection and rejection and you're not making enough money and you're not, you know, and, and being an artist in any facet or um, medium is exhausting. Um, it's right. nice to have some sort of win and finding your win is critical. And I think that goes back again to content is content and having a multitude of options available to you. I mean, I, i was just kind of proud of myself the day that the producer came to me i was prepared like i said to go okay pivot this is a better project for you um and having that elevator pitch ready literally at the drop of a hat um and having a story and i mean that takes a lot of practice um and i suck at it i really do (laughs) but Um, having the concepts ready and in your back pocket is, is critical to being professional in our industry. Um,
1: I can't tell you the
2: number of, sorry.
1: Sorry. Having a handle on what the landscape looks like right now, being aware of, and this goes back to whether you're traditionally publishing or self-publishing, understanding the publishing industry in general and knowing what is happening and where things are going. And so, you know, we've all seen that. Uh, However many years ago it was, oh, let's jump on the digital book bandwagon because clearly things are going that direction. Now, I mean, currently we're in the the swell of audiobooks because that's what people want. You know, that's how they want their stories delivered. Film and, you know tv that's also on the upswing because and it and it all plays together you know in the broadcast world the the streaming services overtaking you know the the traditional broadcast channels and overtaking cable and all of that and so they're all hungry for content so people in seven percent of film
2: and tv shows are based on books based on books so, I mean, you have to have had been through that that gamut of the production process and the publishing process to even get your foot in the door most of the time. Right. And it doesn't matter they They are not concerned. Well, I mean, they would like to have you have a million book sales, but that is not a requirement. A good story will out.
1: Well, and the other thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. The foundation of success is always a good story, right? If you have a good story to tell, you can succeed at that through one medium or another. And, and that, I, Mel,
3: I think, Mel, that's a key point because people think that they should go and do other things before they do the actual good story. And that's the yeah. first thing that you have to have in your pocket is a yep. solid. Doesn't A solid book, a solid screenplay, a solid audio book, whatever it is, it needs to be something that people want to buy. And something that people will talk about and remember. Yep.
2: They need to yep. have a takeaway. Everybody needs to have a takeaway. And, you know, I, I, has, I saw this book and I won't see the title because I hate it so much. But I think <laughs> about it all the time because the story was visceral. And I mean, I, I can name Lolita right here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every, well, most people hate it and they, but how has it been a foundational book for so many years? Right. Because Why is it that we're a generation up? has hated it. Yeah. yeah. Or loved it and hated it. So, yep. um, you know, that, that is the power of negative press and positive press. They stay around forever. Um, yep. and that's a good story. I mean, not a good story, but it's a story.
1: (laughs) The story that has staying power, and that's really at its heart what all sellable content needs. Mm -hmm. And the other aspect I think is that just like with it, it can be really overwhelming to talk about. Oh, I'm going to go produce my. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot from a printed book to a screenplay and I'm going to go pitch, you know, the Netflix producer of whatever. And I think the thing that we as story producers and content creators need to educate ourselves on is what does that really look like? Because you don't actually have to go to Netflix. There are so many other opportunities and other routes to get your story produced as a film or as a, as an audio book or audio drama or whatever audio drama, by the way, is another thing that is on the rise. Um, it's, it's different than a podcast. It's different than an audiobook. It is back harkening back to the thirties anyway. Um, like knowing what the possible paths to success are is really important. And so like, don't, l- it it feels a little bit to me like when I talk to people and say, well, what are your goals with this book? And everybody defaults to, I wanna be a New York Times bestseller. Awesome, super, like there's so many steps in between you publishing this piece of work and you achieving that goal that like, let's, look at what could go in between there and same thing with producing a screenplay or producing a whatever. It does not have to be like, Oh, well I got to get it made into a Hollywood blockbuster or I have to get it made into a, a I don't know, Netflix gets kind of hammered on for what they're producing, but some of the streaming and I love
2: stuff- Netflix, so we can't, we can't pick on no. them. I mean, but that is the standard right now is, is prime Netflix Hulu those boys are the big boys, and, I, and girls, and I love it. Um, but right. it's just like self-publishing, where there's many routes to that success.
3: Um, do you all have you have you all read anything from Evelyn Hugo? Um, yeah. She wrote uh, something. Uh, what's it called? The Seven Husband. No, it's not. Oh, Evelyn. I do have that. Yes, uh, that not, novel. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. And it's not Evelyn Hugo. That Isn't the Seven Husbands of... Yes, of Evelyn Hugo. And it is by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And apparently Taylor Jenkins Reid has had three or four books on the top, on the bestseller list. And all of them have been optioned by different people. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon has one. I believe Netflix has one. And a couple of other people have them. So it's very possible to go a lot of different routes I would like to be her I think that would be very fun (laughs) but um it's something to aspire to
1: yeah I mean and, and and going back to the power of story Reese Witherspoon's company is a very um they're geared toward telling a story through the female gaze right so there are more and more production companies springing up that are looking to tell stories that don't fit with the very narrow window of stories we've been told through the bigger production companies in the last however many decades. So just like being able to independently publish a book that perhaps would have been passed over by a traditional house, being able to produce a script that tells a story that fits a niche. There are companies out there that are looking for that. so there's there's so many more opportunities now.
2: I think streaming has really opened the floodgates. And so yeah. getting on top of this and like with with just like her, the novel that just was optioned, um, I feel like I'm triple dipping on my income sources with it, too. I mm-hmm. am because I have the paperback and the ebook, which were my first steps.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Then I had the audiobook produced through our company, it has done really well. Then now the options. So I'm going to be making money from paperback, ebook, audiobook, and filming. I mean, that is what you ideally want as an author because if you're looking at one income source, if you're just looking at the ebooks, well you're not, you're going to make more than you would traditionally publishing because you're making a higher percentage. um, but you're still only making that income source from that one location. So either publish lots of books, which please do, because that's what I did. And that's how you generate um, author platform and readership bases, And you go that direction. And then these other opportunities pop up and that's building a career in this world. And it is hard. And it is, I mean, I've been at this, what, 15 years, like I said. And so it's, it's not an overnight success thing. It is just continually hammering at it and being tenacious and, determined and unflappable in a world where you're going to take a lot of hits and especially as women in this industry, we do. We do. I mean, it's, it's extra hard. It feels like it anyways, maybe I'm just complaining, but um, (laughs) it it is, it is harder than I would have imagined getting into it. I thought that it had changed, but anyway, different conversation. Um, But just moving past those moments of rejection and those moments of hardship and those moments of I want to quit Um, and remembering that you're here for a reason. You're you're a creator for a reason and believing in your own voice and your own um, content is critical because you just don't know when you're going to get that crazy phone call or that DM on Facebook or Instagram or a private message. You don't know. And so Mm -hmm. being prepared and having your business plan put together and following it as much as humanly possible, which is tough for us artists but um getting those the foundation built and that's what we can help you with too
1: yeah good good story your foundation is your good story and your ability to set achievable goals to educate yourself on the landscape and to be flexible and ready to take advantage of opportunities that come along or that you make yourself you know by talking to people and being curious and being engaged in the industry um, i don't know about all-
3: achievable because she's got two deadlines in three
1: weeks
2: <laughs> <laughs> i need to get this podcast guys
1: <laughs> we will deliver chocolate to you as needed
2: <laughs> there's need to be ivy but thank you <laughs> I'm living. I'm living on coffee and red vines right now. It'll be fine. Well, It'll
1: be fine. Yeah. Well, it just—it's really it's super exciting, and it's where you know it feels like uh, such a well-earned success. Well, thank you. It just—it just underlines you have good stories to tell, and con- good content is good content, and there are so many ways to get it in front of people who are going to appreciate it.
3: I earlier I mentioned persistence and flexibility. Um, the third, the one, something that I read that I've been sort of keeping in mind is steady application beats flurries of activity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And,
2: you know, one of the, the big things I have always, always, um, put on myself because there's days where I feel like a failure. It's like dieting or whatever, you know, you have like days where you're binging on chocolate and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst person ever, blah, 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 blah all right. And then there's days where you eat nothing but carrots. Yes. I, um, I'm sure nobody else does that, but. Um, <laughs> but you feel, <laughs> no, that bad bad help yourself, feel bad about yourself. But um, yeah, no, with with writing, it's the same ups and downs and it's the same weird path of life that it, it follows because it's work. And one of the things that I've always credited myself with is that every day I do something to progress my career. One thing. And that's my only expectation of myself is one thing. If that means one sentence on a project, fine. Am I gonna be if I am I gonna be satisfied with that? Probably not, but at least I did that one thing. If it's making a contact if it's networking, if it's posting on Instagram, did it move my career forward? Did I do something for my career? Yes, I have done that every day for 15 years.
1: I love that. Just do one thing. That's so, that feels so achievable.
2: It is. And they're little tiny movements.
1: Right. Well, some days they're little tiny movements and some days they're signing a contract to get your book turned into a film, you know? And writing
2: a script in a week.
1: Right, so that too. <laughs> for the first time ever, ever, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. But it's been fun, and I can't wait to have more of these conversations. I, I look at, I'm looking forward to expanding this, um, and following my learning curve with you guys. So, thanks thank you guys for being part of my team. I couldn't do without you, both listeners and Claire and Mel. Um, you guys are fantastic, and thank you for all of your support.
1: Oh, well, we're super thrilled to be here and be along for the ride with you. I love to learn new things. So I'm going to be learning vicariously all about what it takes to uh, take a good story and turn it into a a script or a film or whatever. And I'm thrilled. So
2: it's it's well, thank you. We're going to learn together.
1: (laughs) Yay! that's what we do every day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later.
1: All right. All right. Thanks, you guys.
0: If you have enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to reach out to Services at gmail.com or find us on any of the social media platforms at SP underscore services or contact Danica Winters at Danica Winters on social media. We look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to bringing you many more episodes all about everything publishing.